And somehow I have a sense that anyway, that that probably maybe is not the best option or the ideal option. And so another proposal that I had was if, if you miss, if anybody miss two sessions after that, you out and the next person on the waiting list comes in and this is rotation of people on the waiting list because I have people who already want to come and keep it around 12 people in this space. So it's still um, like a working group. And, and then you can put your name back on the list and, and then when the next person doesn't you know, misses two, then we keep moving. For me, yeah. uh, who, who is speaking next? Or is that just an echo? Go ahead, Patrizia. Because me, no, uh, the question is, so are you saying uh, then it's not one month on, one month off, but it's just, it's continuous until you miss two days? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the proposal. I would propose to bump it to 15. People? People. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how many people you have on your waiting list, but this is too intense for me. The pictures are so big on my screen. You know, it's much better when people are smaller. <laughs> okay. I mean, then I do have a question because there was this requirement of like having a possibility team or having delivered workshop, like work talks and, and some people on the waiting list maybe don't have either of those. So, and at the same time that keeps also the level of like matrix in a way, uh, in a way that whatever, we feel glad to be with each other. What about that? Yeah. And Claire, are you willing to be the guardian for that doorway? in terms of, you know, it's a co-creative space here, people. And so just try to not let in people who are essentially gonna have to consume because they just don't track the um, distinction set or something like that. You get it? Yeah, I do. If they're not, they don't have the matrix to hold the, the conversation. It's just, it won't be, in. Uh, entertaining for them, right. like that. Great, I, I can work with that. Okay, thanks. Thank you for bringing that up. Was there any other considerations about that? What Chloe brought up? No. No. Okay. Any other logistical stuff? Is everybody here who's supposed to be here? No. Yeah, I got a message from Jennifer saying she wasn't coming today. Lee Kumar already said he wasn't coming. Suzanne is in a lab. And so I'm missing Vera as I don't know what's up. What sort of lab is Suzanne in? Feelings practitioner. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Anything from anybody else about anything like that? All right, I'm I'm going to propose a a, a, a little procedure here, which is if you could scan the people on the screen and pick the top two people who you would have the most charge with, the most mm, incompletes with, the most dissonance with 
who, who are the least resonance with, that maybe the least resonance with. So tell me when you've got your one or two people. Should be two people. Uh, Joanna, did you put your hand up yet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Amanda, did you put your hand up? Yes. All right. Good. I see everybody's hand. Okay. Thank you. All right. So I'd like to, the reason I'm proposing this right now is I think in, in almost every group I'm in or every group that you guys are in, that you will, and I, and I know that you have these other circles that you're in, you're in all these other circles. And it's, it's a kind of a, a survival strategy or a, uh, a technique of illusionment, like to, to put one, to delude oneself. It's kind of like that. It's kind of the, we have this marshmallow paste that we just kind of smear in different places in our world. And it, the marshmallow paste smears over these, these gaps, you know, a gap this way, a gap this way, like some other kind of gap, whatever the, whatever those things are. And I don't, I don't think that really has much benefit in a next culture, archiarchy space, I think. And I think the disparity or the gaps or the, I don't even want to say conflicts. It isn't really conflict. It's because it takes two people to create a conflict in a way. So even if there's a, an, uh, an illusion of a conflict or whatever, it's a, it's a treasure. It's kind of a treasure, a richness. And so I'm hoping, to, I'm, gonna, would, I'm going to invite us to do a, a little procedure here together today for a few times, few, a few rounds. And, and so that you can take this with you so that you can uh, bring it into uh, your other circles for the purpose of mining the gold, basically mining the gold. And so, so this is not about, of course, right or wrong or good or bad or better than worse. It's just simply about something's up. There's something going on or there's something not going on or something like that. And to, and to go there, it's, it's almost like uh, developing a different kind of habit. For example, when we're taught to look at things, when we're taught to focus our eyes, the thing that we focus on is bright colors and shiny objects. And so this is carried through till today. We're all uh, um, unconsciously looking at bright colors and shiny objects and ignoring the dark places ignoring the shadow places or ignoring the blurry places like that, the blurry unfocused places. And this is to develop a different kind of scanning habit or a different kind of way to relate what's going on is to also include simultaneously to look in the shit pile, to look in the compost pile, to look in the underworld, the shadow world, the unconscious, the part that's not normally looked at or commonly avoided. And so, and so, so the way it goes is what we just did. We each have one or two people who were, have the most 
um, fuzziness or lack, like disconnect or um, lack of resonance with. And then, so what I'm gonna ask is who would like to go first? Devin, that would be a really bad time to adjust your glasses because it really looks like you put your hand up. So thank you for volunteering. So <laughs> can you just um, pick, can you, you have to learn this trick, like as soon as the space holder, especially if it's me, says who would like to go first, you do not move. You have to train yourself to not move at all. Not even smile or something. It's, it's a good skill yes, to learn. I'm a yes. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay. Who's, your, who's your top tar baby? You, I want to give you the example of what a tar baby is. Okay, so we all, we have these hungry gremlins and we have, we have, uh, a propensity for, for creating low drama stories, like uh, superior, inferior stories, or you, you don't see me or whatever, you're attacking me or, you know, we projection, we need targets for projection. And the Tar Baby, it's, a, it's an old American story from Br'er Rabbit. I don't, I don't know, most non-Americans don't have any idea what I'm talking about. But it's this story where the rabbit is a kind of a arrogant asshole walking down the path and there's this tar baby standing in the road and it's just this pile of tar and the rabbit says get out of the path and the tar baby of course since it's just a pile of tar does not say anything. And so the rabbit says well get out of the road or I'm going to punch you and the rabbit and the tar baby doesn't move at all and so the rabbit punches it and if you punch a tar baby your hand gets stuck. You know, your hand is just gets stuck and he says, let go of my hand. And it doesn't say anything. So he punches him with the other hand. And pretty soon he's so stuck up in the tar. It's a, it's a horrible mess. And that's, that's the ordinary story of most people's day is you go around looking for tar babies and you end up covered with tar. And then you try to go to sleep at night and it's not so easy to sleep covered with tar. So what a, that's this tar baby metaphor. So... <laughs> Devin, go ahead. Who who would be your top candidate for the this resonance, whatever? Uh, Clinton Callahan. Excellent choice. Good. So <laughs> I'm going to use an example of holding space for a, my own process, and I encourage you to guys learn how to do this because it has you have to do. Uh, it's this impeccability or this kind of integrity. You have to do. You have to really watch for your own gremlin, your own victim state, your own uh, joking around or your own, you know, you just have to watch out. You're going to, you have to have your um, detectors in both directions on the space and on yourself. Usually it's mostly just on the space, but you have to split your attention and go both ways to catch yourself at your own shit. So Devin, thank you for that. Could you please say how you would perceive the thing? How I would perceive the thing, how I would perceive the thing that I have, the thing between us. Exactly. I perceive it as a, an unspoken, uh, something I didn't say in the moment when I had a chance to because I was afraid of how it would go. And I've been holding on to it and, you know, basically committed to my story over 
being committed to finding out what's real or not and and creating intimacy with you. Clinton is listening. He's I ready see. for you to go back to the moment of what this was, which is exactly what I'd do if it was somebody else, you and somebody else. You get it? So yeah. could you please go back to that moment or get to the to the thing of where this started, go to the point of origin of the thing. And Clinton is listening. Yes, the point of origin was, I sent you a message after a call, a rage, uh, not rage club, a RJBL call about, you would ask people to message you about interest in resentments, in, in writing about resentments or in a book about resentments. And I sent you a message asking who else is doing this who who else is up to this project and then you didn't respond and then i wrote something maybe a month six weeks later on the rjbl thread about a process i was in uh, an experiment i was in and you reached out to me then and started with i am sorry i didn't get back to you sooner uh told me a few things about why you didn't get back to me or told me a next step or whatever it was. And then asked me, can I use your piece of writing on my website? And the thing I have been holding on to is uh, that I wish you had just asked me to use the piece of writing instead of, I felt angry. I, I had this story that you were, your apology was meant to butter me up or soften me up so that you could get something you wanted from me. But up to that point, you hadn't had interest. This is the story that you hadn't had interest that my, my request was beneath you or something. Uh, and I felt, and in the moment I had, I still, the part of me that still has this, the Clinton Callahan has reached out to you. There's some part of me that's still in this projecting onto you and pedestalizing you as, as superhuman, uh, I just skipped right over my feelings about the first part of your message and basically just said, uh, yes. And, uh, and I felt like I, yeah, I feel my, my sadness and my rage come up. I felt like I forfeited my dignity uh, in that moment and and I feel scared of you on a lot of levels. So I haven't reached out to say, I have this with you. Uh, I, I haven't had the balls to reach out to you and say, let's, let's clean this up. Or I, I have something I want to clean up with you. So this is the, this is the tar baby or the, this is the shit, the, the pile of shit I have been carrying around in our, in our connection. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As I scanned people, I would have picked you also for the number one. And so I could feel the dissonance. I mean, and I didn't, but I had no idea why. So I didn't remember this interaction. And I don't really have anything to, to say about it, except that I'm glad that you have put it on the table. I feel glad that you put it on the table. The, 
the thing that it has felt on my side has been, do you know what a karam shot is or a ping? It's a, it's a karam. A karam is a game where you hit a little thing with a stick and you have to shoot, you have to bounce it off of a wall into one of the pockets, like pool almost, but they're little discs. Mm. This is caroms. And so instead of shooting it straight into the pocket, you have to bounce the thing off of the wall. So it looks like I'm looking over here, but actually I'm aiming for here. And so it, I've felt that energetically with you for a while in the, in the spaces, in the study group. And I, I, I did not yet also have the conversation with you to ask you what's going on or why, why does it feel like there's carom shots going on? Like, and so mm, to me, it has felt like I'm, I'm a really good projection screen for you for something. And I don't, I don't know what, I mean, my side of it is I, I just don't like that. I mean, it, it blocks our ability to connect and I have interest in you. Mm, um, uh, we, I don't think, you know, we've hardly talked, so I don't I have, but I know that you're a genius and I know that you're up to great stuff. So I have interest in you, but I, I haven't, we haven't talked. I mean, I'm, I feel sad that we haven't talked, but I only have respect for you and I only have interest in whatever you're up to, whatever you're creating. So this is, this is how my my picture of Devon, that's what it looks like. And it includes this thing where there's some kind of, I'm being used as a projection screen. So what can I do? How would you, how, how what do you need or what, how can we resolve this? Like what, what, how would you like to be, how would you like to be met? Yes. The there were. Couple Let me just. Can I just throw something in? This is yeah. actually a thing from Anne Chloe, which is like I don't know how you would like to be met. You know, nobody really knows how how the other person would like to be met. We assume we do. We we imagine we do, but we don't really know. And so it's an incredible question to put it. You know, open up this question. How would you like to be met? How can I greet you, see you, hear you, what acknowledge you? How would you like that to look? Because I don't know, but I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you, but I just wanted to tell you this is a, a, a facet of human interaction that and Chloe's opened up, which is asking, how would you like to be met? Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> the, I want to share what, what comes up first, and it's not such a direct answer to your question, but it's what's alive first. One thing is hearing you say this about that, the energetic pings and that I bet you've been a projection screen for me. I, the big thing that comes up for me is like, how do I, the question is like, how do I start to notice that when I have that with people? Because I don't know how many relationships I've destroyed because that's unconsciously or semi-consciously happening inside of me. And so it's helpful for me to hear that. Cause I mean, yeah, it fucking sucks that, that, that I've been, doing that, that I've been creating that. So the second thing that came up was just, I, I want to start over with you basically. Okay, can we go back to the first thing first? Yes. Um, 
so I don't know if people are as sensitive as I am, but I think they are. I mean, I started off in this work like a stone, like a log. I mean, really completely dead, completely numb and dead and in my head and completely. So I assume people can, can pick, can feel this stuff. And I, I think that if you do what you're doing right now, like this procedure that we're doing, it's, it's kind of like poop on the table, but it's actually reconnection. It's kind of like a reconnection process. And it's like, if you just, if you can note, like what you just told us is that you noticed that it has happened between you and other people before and you have noticed it. And so if you just use a little detector and I don't, you can make up whatever name you want for this detector, projection detector or something. But if you could just, if you can just notice that and then, and then, uh, and then use that as a, as a, to call people up basically, not, not message them. And the message thing is only a gremlin playground. The whole message field is completely a gremlin playground. It works for logistics and nothing else. And, and, and so it's about calling people up face to face. And you could, you could use that as a, a, a starting over or clearing ground or re, re, resonance reconnection. But it's amazing to me that you said that you noticed that that has destroyed relationships with you before. So obviously it's just a common gremlin food. One of your gremlin foods is that thing, whatever, however you want to call it. So if you just can catch it and just bypass it, you basically short circuit the gremlin feeding by just connecting like this. I mean, you're, you're such a great guy. I mean, everybody kind of falls in love with Devin. Can anybody agree with me? Anybody agree with me that, that everybody falls in love with Devin? You have to look at the screen, Devin. So I see one, two, three, four, five, six out of nine people. And Devin, don't, don't you fall in love with yourself? I mean, you could put your hand up even. Uh, no, yeah, that'd not be eight. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So there's a, there's a thing that so, okay, you get the picture, you, you use that in that sense that something's off with somebody and just call them up and go, what's it, what is it? Just, what is it? That's all you have to say. What's, what is the thing? And that would, as is the thing, it would, it would, because you're looking at the thing, the thing isn't there anymore. Because you look at the illusion, the illusion vanishes. It's like the uh, mirage. When you look at the mirage, it vanishes. So this is, it's a kind of a, gremlin feeding mirage and and you look at it and it vanishes which is bad for your gremlin but it's great for human connection it's great for a team so that's what that's what i hope to be doing here today and you were going to say there was a second thing you said you wanted to start over yeah yeah i i i want to start from having no idea who clinton callahan is uh, and and to to free you I mean, to free myself, but to, to free our connection of, of the crap I've brought into it. And, and yeah, I feel my sadness. Uh, I feel my sadness that um, it feels sad that I have brought crap into uh, the space of the space between us. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel really glad that you said that. It means you care about me in a way. So I care about you also. <laughs> and so I accept the start over offer. Because really, I don't know anything about you except scanning and that you're a genius. So that's all. Well, we, we can start from the same place then. <laughs> <laughs> that was me trying to say a nice thing. Um, but yeah, you did though. It worked. It worked. <laughs> it was a nice thing. <laughs> and I don't expect anything out of out of this. Just so you know, so there's, we're not making an agreement to have a weekly call or to work on a project together, although we are working on projects together. So, and, and the door's open anytime you want anything or need anything. And if I could have the same thing with you, if I could have the door open, that would be cool. Yes. Actually, I, let me sit with my yes, uh, because it's, the last time I said yes to you, it was too fast. And thank you for saying that. I don't feel like I'm really sitting with a, I'm a guy, you know, so I don't feel like I'm really sitting with a, how do you want to be met uh, answer to my question? You answered it a different way. Is there any, is there any part of that that I missed? Did you, you know what I'm saying? I said, how do you want to be met? And I, you, what you told me was that you, you, this thing that you pinging thing, you've done it with other people. Yeah. So is there, is there anything, you know, I don't want to ping people, but I'm a common target for projections. And the way you, when you guys hold space, you will also be a common target for projections. And so I don't know a way around that. I don't have a way around that because I'm not going to give up my authority to not be a target for projections. What I want is for each person to have their authority. I want all you guys to have your authority so we can have a multi authority presence conversation. I'm, I love to be in spaces where there are people with authority. And so, and I do everything I can for people that stand in their own authority because then invention happens and play happens and, cool stuff happens because people are not waiting around expecting the authority person to entertain them. So, so what, how, how, how would you like to be met? Is there any hint about that? I'm taking a second with the question. I get it. I wanted to tell, yeah. especially the women, that when you ask a guy a question like that, you got to wait 45 seconds for an answer. And if you wait any less than 45 seconds for, you are cutting the man off at the balls. You're cutting him off. You know, it's like he can't, he doesn't have time to, I don't know where this stuff comes from, but it takes 45 seconds to come out the mouth. So I have no problem waiting a minute or 45 seconds but I was letting the women know that it wasn't like I didn't have something to say. I was not lost. <laughs> so, you know, the women, you just have to get it. When you ask a guy a question like that, you got to wait 
But you look at your watch, really, 45 seconds, just sit there. And Chloe, are you gonna say something? I'm waiting. <laughs> the 45 seconds? Yes. You can't just say, I'm waiting. <laughs> okay, God, I'm that waiting. is horrible. The woman says, I'm waiting. No, okay, no, like I'm that. waiting for 45 seconds. <laughs> this could easily be a question that somebody has never been asked before. And I, in, and if somebody asked me that question, I don't have a, a set answer. I don't have any kind of answer at all. So. I don't know what I would say. I'm, Devin, I'm stalling for you, so go ahead. I know, you're doing great, thank you. Uh, the way I would like to be met is I have been met here with curiosity and reception and <clears throat> genu uh, uh, sort of genuine curiosity and reception. And I feel met, I feel like you are holding space for this conversation and I feel peership or something. And maybe that's just me projecting onto you again. I don't know, but there's a, however you have been in this conversation uh, has been an ongoing invitation for me to, to come out more. And uh, so that has worked for me. I'll share, I'll share that with you. Uh, and I have more to say, but it, it's answers to a different question. So that's the, that's the hint I have for now. So as space holder, I just noticed myself sigh. And I also watched Devin sigh. So the both of us sighing, especially at the same time, is a completion space. It's like we, we have just completed something. And that's a doorway to, to say, it seems like we've completed something. Thank you very much for that. And I don't know if anybody else noticed that I sighed and he sighed basically at the same time. And that's this, it's an amazing magical sensation of completion. So we, we just did a good job. So we're high-fiving each other. Me and Devin, we're gonna high-five each other. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Clint. You. <laughs> I noticed that I sighed at the same time contagious yeah cool anybody else did you notice it yeah. it's like there's this tension you know this tension what's gonna jesus two two gorillas two you know monster apes you know two giant gremlins what's, what's gonna happen what's gonna happen oh, oh love's gonna happen oh we got there okay it's okay all right like that cool Devin. thank you Thank you for doing that. Thank You're welcome. You. Thank you, Clinton. Thank Any you. questions or comments about what just happened before we do the next one? And Chloe Destremo. Yes, I mean, it, it would sort of like uh, add another, or maybe that's like the space that it opens after this sigh or this completion. And, and I think this question of how would you like to be received can also be a door to negotiating intimacy. And you know, Devin, that was the door that I was going to open. Maybe, maybe you would want to negotiate intimacy with Clinton or other people about, hey, if you did not answer to my message, uh, do not say, I'm sorry for the delay. I do not want to know. Like, you know, this is some, and just answer to my latest message because 
I just don't want that layer of, of bullshit because it is such an email thing, actually. It's such a message email thing. Like going back to a thing six weeks later, we're such different people. And so anyway, that was what I thought. Hmm. Thank you. And what about it, Devin? I would like to add that as a as an addition. Uh, no, no resentment at all on my side about it, but just I want to. I want you to not even bother. <laughs> Don't bother with that. Uh, just come to me with the next message, and if I have a question, I'll, I'll ask you, or I'll ask you again, or something. Um, that would, yeah. Thank you. I agree. Very cool. Thank you. And I hate writing that shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I guess what brain you have, you know, I guess you have a blue brain kind of red brain and pretty much yellow, but I don't know how, how green your brain is. And usually for green brain people, if you, if I don't write that, then I'm stomping all over them with my red brain, blue brain thing. Mm -hmm. And so, so great, but thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Cool. <clears throat> Any questions or comments from anyone else about what just happened? I have a comment. I, I just realized that this, if I haven't answered someone and this, I realized that I had this construct that I have to explain why I didn't. And now I, I have like, I, 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 feel, I feel the sadness now because I see how many times it blocked me connecting with the person because I had this construct and I didn't want to uh, comply to this, this custom of saying, I'm sorry, but I, I kind of felt this pressure of this is what I should do. So I was postponing and I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't ask the person because I didn't want to comply to the rules, let's say of rules of co communicating, overwriting. Mm, but I didn't have my authority on just skipping that stuff and just going directly. So thank you. thank you for thank you for for this process because it, it's yeah it, it's important for me yeah thank you just before this call I was uh, on a call with Max Wilbert who's a guy co-creating the Deep Green Resistance Project and he's occupying a huge piece of land in Nevada with two, two or three other people trying to fight this Lithium America company that's just got $400 million raised in five days to buy out, the, you know, to, to, to take this land and turn it into a giant open pit lithium mine. And he's, it's pristine desert. It's a delicate ecosystem. It's this precious space and this mine, this company wants to come in and just put in like two square miles. Like it's, it's like four, eight, eight, eight square kilometers, something of 
open pit mine for lithium for batteries for cars and stuff like that. You get, and so I just, I've been trying, we've been trying to talk to each other for a couple of weeks. And the only time we could connect was like 15 minutes before this call. So we had, here's this guy, he's out in, in some <clears throat> godforsaken place trying to protect this land from this giant mindless, heartless corporation to just trash the place. And, and we had 12 minutes to talk. And so it was a, a great conversation because we cut to the chase. It was just exactly what we needed to say. And we opened a door to each other to, talk, to call any time about anything. And so, but it's a, it's a similar thing. The, the niceties, like he's a brother, you know, Devin, you're a brother. So we're brother, you guys. And so we have this, we just open the door to talk whenever. And so I'd, I'd like to, like, that's what you're saying, basically. And that's what I'm, I'm saying also. The door's open. We had stuff to say or do. Let's do it. And, and thank you. Okay. Thank you. Any, it didn't, it did not look like there were any other questions or comments about the Clinton Devon devastation healing process. Okay, then who's next? I'll go. Um, Jesse, go ahead. I have something. Wait, wait, Jesse. To... Jesse, yeah. there's only one rule, which is no ums allowed. Um is okay. the American meditation mantra that puts everybody to sleep in their head, and we all turn into zombies if you try to use that mantra on us. Okay, so just no ums allowed. It's a, it's a wake up factor. It's, 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 Got it. it's asking each of us to have a little more impeccability in what we're communicating. And um is a, is a nasty thing to communicate, especially when it's the first word of your communication. Thank you for that. Thank you. It looks like you accepted the offer. I accept the offer. Great. And Chloe, I have something uh, with you. Uh, right. So I'm holding this space. I'm holding this space, Jesse. And so you, you don't have to. And so what you want to do is I'm, I'm saying, and Chloe, will you listen? Yes. So you didn't have an agreement with her yet that she was going to listen. That's what I'm saying. So you, we're doing this process. You saw it happen once, but you didn't see that. And I, I specifically told Devin, I said, Clinton is listening. Do you remember that part? You did not have that agreement yet with Anne Chloe. So that was an assumption you made that was going to already fail the communication. So I'm, I'm checking Anne Chloe, you're going to listen. You're ready to listen. Yes. Jesse has a, I'm listening, he feels Jesse. this thing. Great. Yeah. Jesse, go ahead. And Chloe, I feel um, fear and sadness that I sent you a flyer about a work talk and I canceled the work talk and I didn't, I didn't tell you that I canceled the work talk. And I was scared to tell you that I canceled the work talk. And two Wait, people who wanted because. to, I was scared. scared. Yeah. And this has been coming up. I'm scared that, It's like, I'm scared that I'll get 
kicked out of the village. I'm scared that I'll get like kicked out, sent to, banished. It's like a, I'm scared that I'll be I'll get sent away. I will do this every, from time to time. And, and when you're working with people in a space, please also do this. Jesse, that is a magical key for an emotional healing process for you. If you can yeah. document that down, you framed it just perfectly. I am scared that I will be kicked out of the village if I, and you didn't quite catch what you said, but if you can, can you tell us again and write it down? If I, if it's, it's, if I'm found out, write that down. Exactly those words. Can you write that down? What a perfect... Yeah, I've got this scheduled already. Yay. <laughs> Clinton, I just want to say your, your image is pretty slow. I don't know if my image is also my, pretty okay. slow. And so if we don't stop, I think you would have to use words because the voice is okay. We can hear you, but the image is pretty slow. Got it. Thank you for the feedback. Jesse, are, this would be such an amazing process if you can do it with one of the six people who's recording the sessions to put on the Create Possibility Project where we're recording coaching sessions. Is that anything that you've worked out? Like Patricia, who are you doing it that, with? That, that wasn't the plan, but I, I can change the plan. I will change the plan. I think this is a good one to do with, with a recording. It'd be fantastic. Be really great. So on the Create Possibility website, you see the six people and there's three of them on here right now. And so anyway, you could, if you arrange it with one of the six they, and they can, they'll make sure they record it and then they'll, we'll get it up there. It'd be great if you could do that. Okay, I'll change the plan and that'll happen. Um, Super, and go ahead, please keep, keep that was sorry, go ahead. Okay. If you caught yourself, thank you. That happened. And I'm also doing an experiment of saying a lot more no. And I'm gonna say, I'm saying no to this work talk right now. Saying no to a lot of things. And that's, that's one of the things I'm saying no to right now. And I still want to do it. And I, still will do it, but I don't have a when for it. But that's not the issue. The issue is that I didn't tell you. I didn't say, I didn't give you my no. I didn't tell you my no. And Jesse, I hit- Jesse, how, how did that cut you off from her? What, what did it cause? What kind of gap did it cause in your connection? What was the dissonant? What did that create in your sense? Well, it's like I had, I was hiding something. Tell her. Like I was actively hiding something from you. And that is, that's a pretty massive disconnection. It's, Got it. So I'm actively hiding something. I was actively hiding my no from you. And so I was what leaving is a, a, like an openness of like, well, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't happen. And that, that gooey, ishy, undefined space of nothingness really was a product of just me being, feeling scared and then hiding. Thank you. This is very I, clear. I Jesse. don't want that icky, icky, like un, that lack of clarity with you. Well, Jesse, wait a second. And Chloe, what does this do for you? What did you know this is going on or what does it do for you? 
when he says this, can, like, get to the chase of it. You know, what is the real thing with you and Jesse? Okay. Before you brought it up, I didn't know what you were going to bring up. So I didn't have it like on the surface right there. But the moment you said about the work talk, I knew what you were talking about. And then I could feel this, like this dissonance because especially, I think, I, I don't know if I would have felt it, especially because there was people from my circle who I sent to you. And then that means they, if you don't complete that, then I, I lose some integrity or trust from the people from my circle. And yeah, and that I, I feel, yeah, it's scary for me then to, to be in collaboration with you because because I don't know if I can because? I can do yeah I don't know if I can if if I send people from my circle then will it happen will it will it complete will they be uh yeah will will they lose trust in in me also in me yeah Jesse I know you did not do the process yet but could you say like really, it's kind of like getting on your knees and saying, and Chloe, if I, if I propose something and I change my mind and I don't complete it and don't do it, could you please not banish me from the village? And Chloe, I fall short of my commitment if I say I'm going to do something and then don't do it. Could you please not banish me from the kingdom from the village? Yes. And, and I even want to add that maybe I won't do it every time, but when I when I sense that it's important like I don't know when that like I wouldn't I don't know which evidence I would have but I would actually ask you saying hey you know I you, you didn't say anything but I also didn't say anything I also didn't ask you again you know is it happening what's going on and and I think then this process could have would have come up maybe um, whatever in our conversation so I I want to also like ask the question what's going on yeah but and i i and chloe yes and chloe yes you, could you please go back to his question yes. that question is so important and you diluted it you watered it down with this and part okay and so could you just go back to hearing what he said and and really answering yeah. him Yes, Jesse, I hear that you're asking me that if you make a commitment with me and if you fall short of that commitment that I will not banish you from the team and from the village. And I say yes to this, that I, I, will, I will not do that. Can you tell him why? Because, because we're human because we're not perfect and and that there's there's so many actually other commitments that you're completing i mean it's not that's not a 
that's the main thing. It's like we're not perfect, and and everybody's gonna fall short. So, and yeah. Chloe, that's not it. That's a concept. It's a okay. philosophy. Okay. So, well, and I mean, try to get to it. Yeah, I, I mean, I need you on the team. I, I want you on the team, Jesse. I mean, and this is why I, you know, came in and asked you, hey, do you want to be part of the practice space? There's a few people that I, you know, most people registered on their own. There's a few people that I really went in and asked, hey, do you, you should be in this space. We, we want you in this space. And so, yeah. just letting people know the reason I'm not talking right now is because it's really obvious that this stuff is reordering or entering Jesse's mimetic structure. And you can see it enter his mimetic structure because it's a whole different world for him to live in that he doesn't have to be terrified of being sent out, sent away, banished, killed, basically. It's an entirely different world. No space holder has ever really said that to him he's lived his entire life in the fear of of being caught not not delivering stuff and if he's caught then he gets and he doesn't deliver he gets sent out he's banished and so that's why i was not saying something for that time was to let the the message from Anne chloe which was completely solid and clear I want you, I need you in this village with me. She forgot the last two words. Could you say that again and clear the, yeah. the whole thing? Yeah, I need you in this, in this team and in this village with me. Yeah, and then yeah. I wasn't saying anything to let that go in. So Jesse has this new reference point of what's possible in teams and stuff. All right, and Chloe and Jesse, anything else about this right now? No, thank you for thank you for completing it. It's like I I also feel this sigh of this is complete. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who's next? I have, I have a question about this. Go ahead. Um, I was surprised about you going. Who's you? You, Clinton. Uh, uh, asking, I mean, that, that, the, that the question was for, for Aunt Chloe to, to tell Jesse that he belongs to the village and um, the, the direction I would have gone is is that that is in his power to 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 make himself a member of the village, and I wonder what what's the difference and why did you take that that direction? Really, and it, 
I think it's an important question. There are two, two reasons. One is because Jesse has not done the healing process, he's not gone through this emotional healing process, he has no place in him where that's true. Mm. There's no place in him where he would make his place in the village. No place. Mm. Mm. So he, that, that's not even possible for him. And the second yeah, reason my, is... My nervous system is wired right now to, re to respond to the threat of being banished. Mm. Period. Mm. And the second reason is because it's this group mind that somebody is wrong or somebody has done something wrong or somebody is bad or evil or stupid. The group mind that that can, that, that, that the group gets this picture of a person. Oh yes. Uh, and I'll tell you a story about that is so fast and, and so lethal, it's a lethal group mind that if people are not paying attention in the group, they get everyone is sucked into this story. And it's like, this is a, this is a bad person, a horrible person. So even if Jesse wanted to be in the group and there's a group mind that says, you're the devil, you're the, you're the evil, you know, you're the witch, you know, we're going to, that is so fast in a group that there's nothing he could do or any of us in that situation could do really, as far as I know so far, to counteract that. It's not, I don't have the power to say I'm in this group. Mm. It needs to be an agreement. It's an agreement. And I, I hear what you're saying that in there's this, you know, for somebody to be in this team, we have to make the call, make the time, participate, you know, pay attention. We have to contribute, you know, we get to decide if we're going to be in this group. I get that's what you're saying. At the, at, but at the same time, there are people, this is a, this is a, this group and every group has a particular yeah. culture, a particular protocol. And if people don't meet, if they don't have the same kind of matrix or the same kind of culture with the thoughtware and the context, if they don't have that, they, they don't get to decide, I'm going to be in this group. Mm. Mm -hmm. you, you know, we would just start a new phone call on a different Zoom channel and they'd be gone. Yeah. We can, so, and like, for example, so I'm in this study group yeah. and I'm somebody stood up this thing where stood, he stood up on Monday nights, we had a study group and this guy stands up and says, well, here we are sitting around all these wonderful people in a safe place. The world's fucking dying. It's being torn apart by corporate and, and non-governmental you know, intelligence. It's just, it's just being torn apart by modern culture. And we're just having a nice chat. Who is fighting? That's what, that's what people said. Who is fighting here to take us, you know, who's doing something? So I said, well, I'm doing something. I'm hiring, I, you know, I'm paying money for ex-military ex special forces people in Africa to come together and shoot elephant poachers. They have, do you understand what I'm saying? I, I donate money for these hired killers to go in and shoot poachers to stop them from killing elephants and cutting off their tusks for ivory. And people, this, this whole thing about Clinton is 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 
he's violent. He's fighting violence with violence. He's aggressive. He's hiring, killing people to kill other people. You're going to kill other people. You're, you are killing other people. You're hiring people to kill other people. And the whole space went into this. It, it took about five seconds. And the entire space was Clinton is an insane, you know, dangerous human. He's killing other people. How can he possibly write a book about love? Why are we in this group anyway? It happened in five seconds. Mm. And so mm. I'm just, you know, and it's, there's still that story going on. People didn't figure it out yet. But the guy left the channel. I talked to him privately with messaging. I said, let's have a phone call. He said, no. I said, I said buddy, have you ever paid taxes to the German government? What do you think they did with that money? You know, you were giving money to a German government, an institution that hires and trains soldiers. Germany's one of the biggest weapons manufacturers on the planet, exporting all these weapons and, and, and soldiers to Afghanistan, to Syria, to Libya, to anywhere America says, you know, and they're out there killing people using your money and you don't even care. You don't even know, you know, at least I know, you know, these guys are killing poachers. Anyway, so I'm just saying, that flash in a space can happen so fast. And as a space holder, there's this context that you need, you need to hold your center, you know, in holding that kind of a space, you, there's a lot of waiting to happen. I did not react. Like I didn't, I didn't have an argument with this person. I didn't say what I just told you guys in this space. I just let it be there. And I'm, it's still kind of there and people are still chewing on it. And it's in this space that but people, more people came back the week after than were in that space. So there's just something to being aware of as a space holder that it's, it takes really courage for you to be the space holder because in a flash, people could turn on you and burn you at the stake mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, yeah. This is big stuff. It's yeah, scary stuff. This, is, this is a lot to digest, but uh, thank you, yeah. Yeah, thank you. In, in terms of that, um, that sort of, there was something similar that happened in the Rage Club space holder training a couple weeks ago, like not this Friday, but um, not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday before, and it's recorded. And there's this hour long where the whole team were working this through together. And so if, if there's something that like is close to your edge or research anyway, the first hour might be worth listening in terms of how also Tristan and Vera and I as space holders held that space for people who, uh, yeah, more more like attack, like, I don't know, more um, telling me that I was dangerous, something like that. Mm. Mm. There is something in Chloe that you did in that space that I think immediately, because the, the speed at which something turns is so fast and it congeals so quickly. And right when it happened, I heard you basically create a meta conversation that I think, I, I can't remember the question you asked, but it was something like, it was just noticing, I'm gonna pause the space now because this thing is happening and it happens so quickly. And it, it was this like little drop that you dropped into the space that at least for me, 
And I think other people probably created a, a meta awareness um, rather than just going on the ride of like uh, Anne Chloe's the witch or whatever. Um, mm. So it's something that worked. Cool. I think we're at the question, who's next? Amber, go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to go next, Clayton, and I want to talk to Clayton. Clinton's listening. Mm. And the... Um, Um, what has what what has happened was that at the very beginning when I came to Portugal I was asking you about if the water is drink is drinkable is is pot uh, pot drinkable and oh Michael I feel okay I'm yeah and you told me the water is coming is coming straight from the mountain it's spring water and I tasted the water and the water is was pretty much um, treated with with chlor and fluor and I I didn't I didn't come back to this conversation because I I don't know because I, I somehow I put it aside, but there was a, I, since then I have this story about you that you are a liar and that you, you can make up lies whenever it's convenient for you. And then later I asked you about your shadow purpose and I think as I remember in your shadow purpose there is even something with liar in it yes. and yes and when you shared your shadow purpose I actually I actually I totally remember the moment and when you shared that shadow purpose I was like oh fuck I mean I it it was just like I have these stories since then about you with these mm. two incidents that I, it, it, it sits always in my back and it's like, is he, is he a liar? And I, I have a lot of evidence for the good stuff you do. And I have a lot of appreciation for what you create and the spaces you open. And I do have I have this story in me and it scares mm -hmm. me. Yeah, thank you. It scares me to tell you because I'm afraid that you, I mean, it's like really the fear of being killed and of being, I, I mean, I, I'm afraid you're going to you're gonna become so furious and lose your mind because I discovered you, your lies. Mm. 
I just want to check. You said two things. So I have, you asked me if the water is potable and I said it's comes from the mountains. Was there another thing? Yes. And later, later you, when you, sh the, the second thing was when you, sh when you shared your shadow purpose and the lie was in there mm. again, it was like, okay. It was like, oh, here we go again. It's back. Mm. The lies back on the table. Thank you for. And I ha I'm having a to totally a dry mouth now. I thank you. I remember when you asked me that, you know, some, some things like that, like for example, Devin, I didn't remember the message from him, but this, this moment when you asked me if the water was potable and I said it was spring water, I remember telling you that. So I remember exactly that moment. And I, I think that it's a small miscommunication because my answer to you was my experience, which was that I had been living at Vera's place just before then, which is in a, in a small suburb down there. And that water is just horrible that comes out of her faucet. It's just horrible. And when I got to this place, the water was so much better than her place that to me, it felt like spring water. And that's what I was trying to communicate to you. So I just want to tell you that. And you have the, my, my hidden purpose is exactly being a liar. It's exactly that. It's, it's being a hubristic pathological liar. A pathological liar is somebody who lies and they don't even know that they're lying. It's like their pathology, it's like, it's a contamination of them. Like I, I, my defense strategy is completely contaminated with lying and having no even awareness of the lying. It just, which is, so anyway, I'm, and I'm so glad that you can say it to me because it, I have spent years trying to work on that thing to have it not destroy my life, have it not destroy my world. And I, without possibility management and without radical responsibility and without these spaces of clearing and emotions, I would be dead. I would, my life would suck. And so I, I feel you as an ally, like your sensitivity to truth or reality is so accurate. I'm, that I, I trust it a lot. And so I apologize. It doesn't, for the, the confusion, because I, I, I wasn't trying to say that the water was, came out of a well that I knew about and it came right out of the mountain. I was trying to say it just tasted a lot better than the water that I was trying to drink it at um, Vera's place. Does anybody else have any other thing that should be said right now? I'm, I'm I mean, I would ask Clinton. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel this is complete. 
I'm getting that. That's why I was asking for other for help. No, I'm. I'm. I mean, I would like to say something else. First, I appreciate your uh, apology, and I. It. I'm. I feel. I feel. I feel sad, and I feel joy of you saying this, and. Um, I remember that. That. I mean, you know, I, I appreciate your radical honesty and I, I can, I can, um, I, I, I can say yes to your shuttle principle. I mean, it, 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 it's part of, of Clinton. And yeah. my question is, because now when you said that, I, I, I remembered, I, I remembered another, I actually, I, I, I saw it a few times in the study group and, and I don't know what to do then. And I would like to ask you now, um, when, I, when I see that in the space, mm -hmm. I want to have a proposal for you what I do it what I do with it, what I do when I see it in the space, in any space. I have a proposal. Yes. That you instantly put up your hand and don't be ignored. If somebody puts their hand up, I don't ignore it. You understand? So you instantly put your hand up so that you have, so that you can say it no matter what, any space, any space at all, that you speak it out. And I speak out what I see, no matter where we are. Yes, and the way that works better is if it's a question. And so with a lie, it's really easy to say, to say the lie, what the lie is. So I know this for a fact, and you said this. Why is that? Make it a question. Or I heard you say this before, and now you're saying something very different from that. Why is that? It's a question. Okay. And so instead of having to confront, like you don't have to confront. You don't have to. You don't have to confront because that might be too scary. But you can definitely ask for what's really going on here. What's really okay. going on here? And I just want to say that. When I'm, for example, even in the study group or different places, I, Clinton, will, I tell stories. And there are some stories where when I say this story to land the impact of the story, there, there some facts are, the, the year is wrong, the number of people is wrong. You know, what, there are some facts I know that are not exactly right. But in terms of telling the story, the story flies, even if the facts are a little off, the facts don't really matter. So it's not, a, but, I, but I would still, what about that offer? I'm making an offer to you that, that I, your lie detector is so valid, valuable that I would ask at any space that I'm in that you're in, anything that you sense as might be this part of my, you know, my hidden purpose, and if you feel like even close to a lie, you put your hand up and go, I want to ask you, 
what about you know this and this it seems like a lie what what is that really what is that about well, that's a proposal i accept the offer <laughs> great thank you clinton thank you. for thank you for going there When I asked before for some help, there was some, a couple of people spoke up at the same time. I wanted to hear what they were gonna say. Is that okay with everybody? Somebody gonna say something? Yeah, I was gonna say that it, it was obvious Emba had something so to go leave it back to Emba. So, and that's what happened. Yeah. Thank you, Uncle. Okay. Yeah. For me, I have the question that there is still uh, the, the, the throat, the, the, the dry throat in Amba. And I, and I, and I had this uh, <sighs> about what, what is that about? There, there is a moment, you know, of um, her, I mean, the, my question is what is, what, what was drying her, her throat and what is she holding on <laughs> there? But go ahead. Patricio, that question is, is it you're opening the door for an emotional healing process for right. her. Is now yeah. the right time to do that? Right. Yeah, yes. Is now, is now the right time to do that? No, you're right, yes. Okay. Because right. that question is, a, you don't want to waste that question. Right, right. That is yes. the door. Yeah, thank you. And yes. Yeah, and so it's not the right time to do that. It's not the right space. That's not what was happening here. And what you noticed is important. And so how could you, how, what, how could you use what you noticed so that it's useful for Amber? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think Amber, there, there is a, an emotional healing process there for you. And, uh, you know, and there, there are no words, but you have the physical sensation and that is a door to your, yes. your, your emotional healing process. Yes, thank you, Patricio. Patricio, how could you be a little bit more of an asshole with that? <laughs> like do a, a freaking healing emotional <laughs> no, no, when will you do it? By yeah, when, when will when, you do that? Yes, by when will you do it? That's right. Wh who are you going to ask and by when will you do it? Or by when will you do it? Yeah, but watch me patricia okay watch yeah. watch my eyes okay here's what you did you said by when will you do it we can't see you clinton clinton you're frozen oh, okay now so, you're yeah i i, I get it i get it by when will yeah. you do it you looked down yes you yes looked... i get it yeah okay try it again you keep yeah. your eyes right in her eyes and say when go ahead try it Okay, Amba, by when will you do your emotional process, your emotional healing process? Yes, that works. I, I will do this process in, in the coming seven days. And I want to ask you, Patricia, if, but, sorry, Patricio, if you could hold space. Yes. Thank you, Patricio. Send I contact you. Yes. Thank you. So the process would be of being killed by a man's anger. Hey, 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 hey. 
Do not, not try yet. to figure it out before. Right. Not okay. yet. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And Patrizio, yeah. this would also be the moment where you say, can I use that as one of my 20 recorded processes? Yes, can I use that as my recording, my recording contribution to the website? I have no yes for that. And I, I will think about this. Okay. It helps. It may help you to think about it, to look at some of the other processes that are on there already and how, much, how, how valuable they are for people. What were you going to say, Patrizio? I'll send you the link to the, to the website so you can look at that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Great. I think we have time for one more. We go, we go for another 10 minutes, right, and Chloe? Yep. Yes. Good. Joanna, you're on. Name of the person is Clinton Callahan. Go ahead, Clinton is listening. I feel angry that I carry this story about you. And the story is that um, sometimes you hide behind distinction and possibility management language, kind of like this language is already part of your box. And then I'm missing seeing other ways of answering or stuff to land on you. And, and yes. Clinton needs a, I need a, exact moment when this started for you like what are you actually talking about when was it what yes. happened yes for example today when when mm -hmm. you you answered to Devin when okay. he said it would be great if you don't do that with the messaging and you said I'm gonna do that anyway because you have I don't know what kind of brain so that really didn't work for me so it's kind of, and yeah, the, like the way you answer is, is kind of a script already made. And I, I, I'm avoiding speaking to you because I'm afraid of whatever I say doesn't land really on you, but lands in your box or in your gremlin. And then those stuff come. So I'm avoiding to speak to you because I would like to have, I would like not to have a gremlin conversation or, and I, I this is also like, I have this story that you are like a crying baby asking for help and really not being able to do that in a conscious way. Not sure I followed that last thing. I am a kind baby asking for help. Not like a crying baby. Like crying baby. Yes. I am a crying baby asking for help. Yes, and and mm, and yeah. 
Joanna, I think yeah. it, it would ask, it would help also if you had a, a concrete example about this, the second story. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, yes, it's related to, to like the way you 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 give distinction or you land things. I, I I'm not remembering like um yeah I've I've seen one time also with like in a in a but this is more about gremlin. Yeah this is also the, then the gremlin kicks. I guess the, the crying thing it's when the gremlin kicks. And then, and then it's like, and it's like it's an extra answer. Like I, I remember Anna Canellas one time. She has huge gremlin, and then she answered back to you, and then you're not willing to give up. So it's like then it's gremlin, gremlin fight, and it's like it would be like one answer less, and it would be great. Stuff would land differently in a space. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm sad because I'm avoiding to talk to you and mm -hmm. to say when I I'm avoiding to actually ask you what are you feeling or what's really happening mm -hmm. to you that the question just or your answer is so fast. Okay. And, and, yeah. And that what what could be another answer for what's in the space? And I'm afraid to say this to to say in the moment to interrupt. You're afraid to say to... it. You're afraid to say it and interrupt. Yeah. Because anything in particular? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because like if I do that, like I. Kind of, I cannot. I, I don't know how to defend myself. This, I guess, this is the emotional healing process I need to do. Like then, if I land something in the space, then I have to defend yeah. myself. Mm. Yeah. And then I, I don't want to be in that space of not knowing how to defend myself. Okay. I'm so glad that you're telling me this because I have felt a kind of vacuum when you're, I've seen you show up in different spaces. And then when you're in a space where I'm the space holder, there's, it feels like a kind of a vacuum in the Joanna Cruz department. And I did not know why. And I've, I need you to know that I need you to ask those questions. I rely on you to say, could you answer a different way? Could you, it doesn't really help if you go, could you answer without your gremlin? Because there's a lot of assumptions in there. There's a lot of this 
pressure, pressure or control, you know, control or assumptions in your, that doesn't, it doesn't help because I will not, I will not answer without my gremlin because my gremlin is helping me hold the space. Scar is there. If I'm, we have a working relationship. And if you detect some kind of, you know, he's hooked or, you know, I'm lacking, there's a, like the person, maybe they need a different kind of kindness or more space or something like that. If you detect that, I need you to, to ask me, you know, to, 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 to speak out. And I certainly, I certainly need you to not be afraid of being attacked in when you're talking to me. I really, I really need you to not be afraid of that because we're going into dangerous territories. We're going into the edge. We go over the edge and I really need your, your um, precision. You have a precision, precise. Yeah. So I rely on you. And so I'm so glad that you're talking right now because I need you to have your sword out even at me, especially at me. But, and if you can say it with a question or with a, without an already built, already built in answer, you know what I'm saying? Like, without being cynical, without mm -hmm. being, that doesn't help. You know, what helps is, could you explain why it feels to me like your gremlin spoke back so fast to, mm -hmm. On a canela, mm. then then that help that is totally helpful and important. And I would I would do the same for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw me do it even on this call, for example, with Anne Chloe. I think there was that moment where she wasn't really get giving Jesse the the full message, the real solid mm -hmm. message, and I just interrupted her and I said, "You're." You're not saying the real thing. Remember that? Yes. So, okay. So I, I need you guys to do that with me also. Mm. I need you to do it with me. So I would, I'm, I hope I would love it for you to go through, remove the block from that, to go through the process to remove the block from that. Yes. Yes. I'm going to do I, that. I don't want there to be a vacuum in the Joanna Cruz department. I want you full on. Yes, thank you. And thank you for calling out on the vacuum. Because that's, that's feeling, that's a space that I can feel in, that I can, I can be that space instead of okay. avoiding to be that space. All right. Right. I just want to let you know that I would be interested to hear the something about that process. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So afterwards, will you tell me? We just can we have a short talk about it? You just yes. call me and we because I'm I don't know. I feel like there's something important in it for me. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you, Joanna. Clinton. I. Uh, yes, go ahead. I know it's time, but and maybe I don't know if it's really important, but I felt like there was maybe one of the thing that Joanna you said that um, I did not uh, experience an exchange like that, and in terms of facts about this exchange between Clinton and, and Devin. And I think at the end, there was, there was an agreement that they, Clinton said yes to Devin. And he didn't, and it felt like in your report of the story, Clinton said no to Devin, like that he was still gonna put the message of I'm sorry or whatever. And then it seemed to me that Clinton said yes to Devin. So, and I just wanted to sort of clear that out or maybe, maybe I got it wrong from what you said it like how you said it, Joanna. Does that make any sense what I'm saying, what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes, my fear mm -hmm. is if I don't say this thing, is it really a yes for Devon, for example? It's not that it's not a yes from Clinton. Okay. Is is the way I make sure that the space is clean. And, and clear for everyone. Mm. And it's not even going backwards and saying yes, just too fast. Mm. Okay. Again, yeah. Yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Does anybody have anything to say as we wrap up the space? Yes, thank you. Thank you for the space. Yes. Thank this you. was super valuable to observe. Yes. Thank you. And it was also a space of um, learning and healing for me. Mm. A lot of learning and a lot of healing. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And Chloe, will you write the renegotiation of the terms of this meeting? Yes, I'll put it, so yeah. I wasn't totally clear on that, but yeah. if you write it down, I will. I will do it right away. Thank you. Thank you. And again, I just wanna say, I hope you take this. And Chloe, what is the name of what we just did? Somehow in the middle, you call it like the reconnection process. And I, that's what I wrote down. Okay. I don't know if there's a better name for it. Yeah. Well, I don't like to use that because it- Means that it, we were uh, connected, yeah. Well, no, it, it has this assumption built into it that it will always work or mm -hmm. that, you know, that it's easy because it's not easy because it- Yeah, the, the tar baby process, the tar Say baby- Say it again? The tar, tar baby process. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So thank you. So I hope, I, I wish, I pray that you take this tar baby process and use it often in the teams that you're in, the circles that you're in, because even if you don't do the agenda items that, that seem to be of the highest priority, it, this magically makes the agenda items uh, easier to do somehow mm -hmm. it really it's and 
Yeah, so I'm just hoping that we can spread this around. Please share this with everybody and do it often in your circles. That's my hope. I have one um, uh, comment and question. Because it, it, to me, it feels like it's a more gentle way that to, to process than I have a story about you. It's, yeah. It has this part of I have a story about you, but somehow this I have a story about you. It's I don't know. This place is more I've I, I've try, I've experienced it as more transformative and gentle and hard connect, connected, but still at the high level of responsibility, at, at radical level of responsibility. Mm. Yeah. Um, so. Do you think that it could be used instead of I have a story about you? The thing with I have a story about you is it has these five or six steps that you write on the flip chart board that can be followed by anybody, the mm. formula. Mm -hmm. And it can happen in parallel play. So everybody can all do it at the same time. So it's a massive amount of parallel play learning following that formula. The thing with Tar Baby here is it depends on the space holding. It's, a, it's more difficult space holding. There is no real formula. Mm. It isn't. And so it's, uh, and so I agree. I mean, to me, it felt also the same that it, it's a healing and, and transformation process, but it requires more delicate public space holding. And that's why I could share it with you guys here because you have those skills. You can do this. And whereas in a, the, I have a story about you, you can do that at a Friday night party with complete people from the public and, and, mm -hmm. or any meeting mm -hmm. anywhere and it works to that degree. Yeah, and it's also usually, the I have a story about you is this thing from usually the past, you know, that it's this projection and it's, you're, you're, talk, you're completing, you know, you are my father, you are my, or, or in this case, no, 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 no I'm no. sorry. I was mixing up the completing incomplete emotions, yeah. sorry. Um, which this has an element of that in it also. But I have a story about you is just has this formula. And this, yeah. and this, there's no formula for this. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. There's so many uh, elements or facets or kind of spaces that you can create for this healing and communication and connection and transformation, different ones. And it's almost like an artist on this white uh, canvas, you have to mix the colors for that scene, for that scenario. And so there will be, there will be times for both. So I would hesitate to, I would say, try to not replace one with the other. Okay. What you get is now you have both. So there's times for Tarberry baby, times for I have a, I have a story about you, times for completing incomplete emotions. Like these are great tools and ways, and they keep this keep them separate, keep the names, and use the right one at the right time. And if none of them are working, invent the, a new one, yeah. invent the next one. Yeah, I, I want to I want to um, suggest it to the people that we've tried to formulate trainer of Poland with. Right. To, start, to start with this process because it's right. a delicate space and there is a lot of things. So this is why I was 
asking the, those questions and inquiring. Sounds yeah, perfect, Gabriela. Really perfect. Cool. Jesse, were you going to say you. something? Nope. I have to go. I have to get on an airplane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have it. Okay, you guys. Bye, Jesse. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you all Bye, very much. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank Bye. you. Bye.